guys, welcome to episode 74 of Shooting the Breeze with Bash and James. I am James. I'm Bash. Uh, how you doing? We are technically... <laughs> We're tier 4. <laughs> tier 4, baby. <laughs> yeah, technically, they don't have the balls to say it's a lockdown, but it's a lockdown. We're in a lockdown. <laughs> Again. 100% we're in a lockdown. Again. If I want to put it this way, if I want to go down to our, I don't know, our nearest town centre and go to a shop, the answer's no. Yeah. You having a fag? Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, we are um, on the eve of a precipice of a new year. Some people are in a new year already. So Yeah, so let's just happy say new year to everybody out there and let's hope 2021 isn't the shit show that 2020 was yep wherever you are wherever you're listening from um stay safe be happy enjoy the new year be careful don't uh, don't go having unnecessary meetings or parties or stuff like i sound like boris um <laughs> like just stay safe yeah have fun and try and make the best of a bad situation I couldn't have said it better myself, actually. So, um, just want to wish, like I said, all the listeners and everybody out there a very good 2021, and I hope you all achieve what you want to achieve this mm-hmm. year. Um, yeah, but uh, obviously, on a somber note, um, yeah. we've just we lost are... John Hoover the other week, aka Brody Lee, or aka um, Luke Harper from WWE. <laughs> It was a bit uh, of a shock. It I was think. actually, and it's it's what's come out at since, like you know how much of a family man he was, like how much he loved, loved, loved his family and loved his kids. Yeah. And it's, it was forty, and it's a shame that he was forty. It's a real shame. I mean, yeah. it's. I, I mean, I've I've just finished watching last night's AEW and the tribute that they did to him it, it they all thought the world of him and it's a true it's a big loss I mean he was he was all set to be you know a very big deal in AEW and rightfully so because I mean fair enough 2016 yes he had <laughs> You know, a fairly he had a pretty good run in WWE. I mean, if you look at the work he did with the Wyatt family against the Shield, and I mean, Jesus Christ, if you get the opportunity, go back and watch that first match where it's the Shield versus the Wyatt family. Mate, I think it was an elimination chamber. My favorite one was the Wyatt family versus the New Day in the compound. <laughs> what yeah. a match! People forget that, and people forget he had the IC title run with Ziggler. He had, he uh, oh yeah, that, that match, match with Ziggler. Ziggler. That was brutal. Yeah, he had that match. He had uh, SmackDown Tag Team titles a couple of times. And then he just started to come into his own now in the Dark Order. Mm-hmm. You know, in AEW. And it was just a big shock to everybody. And it was non-COVID related. That's what people are saying. Yeah. But 40... So it was non-COVID related, like lung disease. 40 is no age to go, is he? No. And he was mm-hmm. just at his peak... Yeah, literally peaking. I've got to say, fair play to AEW. So what they've done is they've retired the TNT belt and given it to um, Brody, his son. Yeah. 
he's they've said because he's you know he's, he says he wants to be a wrestler so they've said all right if you want to be a wrestler we promise you and guarantee you and i think they gave him one an aw contract yeah he's got an aw contract and why have they replaced the belt with um, they're making they're making a new one and I, i'm assuming they're just going to give it to darby allen yeah and as well um they released a commemorative t-shirt which sold out in seconds it beat that records that Sting. stings t-shirt yeah. did and all the proceeds went to his family, his family. which is decent yeah, yeah. i mean his, his, fam- his whole family were on yeah. aew what more can you do like no there's not much you more you can tell more that you they can all do. thought the world of him yeah it seemed like you know obviously you know on screen obviously it was like a big you know badass you know looks like a scary mean dude but behind the scenes everybody seemed to love him Bray Wyatt took it the most hard yeah Bray Wyatt yeah. took it bad because obviously they're not in the same company anymore so did you hear that um, WWE are fining um, Xavier Woods because he wore a Luke Luke Harper um, armband and in his match? And do that for? Well, he basically did it because he says, right, well, I want to wear the armband. And apparently WWE said no. And he just turned around and goes, now nah, fuck you, I'm wearing it. Yeah. Or I'm not going to the ring. Yeah. So he went to the ring wearing the armband and um, apparently he's getting fined for it. That's just which is stupid, fucking yeah. bad, bad form on WWE's part. That's not even bad form. That's just disrespectful. And okay, you put you you put a tribute to him at the beginning of the show. Yeah, you don't mm-hmm. let, but you let everybody when Hannah Kimura died do their tributes. Yeah, doesn't make any sense. Obviously, talking oh, about mate, it last there's year. There's gonna be loads of people getting talked to on WWE because <laughs> a lot of their wrestlers watched AEW and then tweeted out about it and says that's how it should be done you know that was a send off basically saying yeah we watched the show AEW did it right yeah but you know I guess here's what it is isn't it yeah wrestling politics is just fucking especially with something like that it's just like what a joke you know what I mean Vince sent out a tweet he acknowledged it so did Stephanie so did everyone but wearing an armband and all of a sudden you're like right here's a fine it's like, what know, the actual yeah. fuck? It's just, just silly, but sad. But yeah, it is. So you know, mm. rest in peace. You know, you will be missed. Um, Thanks for giving us some great matches. I'd say he was one of the, you know, of the of the WWE of the wrestlers who kind of jumped ship from WWE to AEW. He was probably one of the most notable. So I mean, him and Moxley. Yeah. I wouldn't even say Miro because they've done absolutely nothing with him. Yeah, I know, yeah, but then it's like, who's going to take over the Dark Order that now? It's a bit... I was talking about this with uh, one of our listeners, Corden. Like, who, who's... Shouts out to Corden. Um, who, like, steps up now? I can't, I can't... I, I was saying Lance Archer. I don't see Lance Archer joining them, though. He wrestles with them on um, AEW. And he wears uh, Luke Harper's gear, the mm. white vest and the blue jeans with the bandana in the pocket. It's pretty sick, actually. Mm. Um, 
I mean, maybe maybe they don't. Maybe um, is it Evil Uno? Maybe yeah. he takes over. I mean, or I I don't know. I really don't know. Perhaps Matt Hardy. No, I don't see Matt Hardy. I see Evil Uno. Yeah, I'd say let let you know let let them be. You know, don't go. Yeah, carry on. Throwing someone in there just because, like you know, just. They're enough of a faction as it stands. What I'd say is perhaps put Evil Uno in charge and then maybe elevate him. It probably sounds like a decent idea because obviously he was second in command. Yeah. Etc. And then when his son comes of age, if he does want to... I would imagine in 10 years' time, he quickly rocks in with the belts. He's like, right, unification match. My <laughs> TNT title versus your TNT title. Well, that's if the company is around in 10 years, eh? Yeah. I, don't, I think I... Uh, uh, that's, another, that's another valid point. Will AEW be around in 10 years? It, it, I, I'd imagine so. I can't see any... They're doing... They're doing things right. I, I can't see why not. You never know in pro wrestling, do you? Uh, that's the uh, thing. The same with, you know, like WCW is going to last forever, but... That went down the pan, isn't it? Not yeah, offense, but like... w, 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 WCW was down to bad management. I think Tony Khan very much takes a step aside and he lets people run it who know how to do it. Uh, I see AEW staying a good few years. Like, I hope another, do. another five, five, ten years. Obviously, the pandemic didn't help. No, you know but I mean? they have thrived through it. They have thrived through it. I must give them that. You know, I don't think the pandemic helped anybody, but onto um, other things anyway but I'll just say uh, final thoughts uh, yeah it was a great just... I, I really enjoyed you know watching his matches and you know I never thought he was you know quote unquote he was meant to be a bad guy but you know a heel or whatever but everybody loved him because he could he could go yeah and he, he was, was one of them very rare kind of flexible big guys yeah like he can do everything which is a shame, but um, we'll move on to um, TLC with the um, latest pay-per-view that happened. Um, I think the most notable things were like Miz obviously cashing in and now kind of rendering the money in the bank case useless. Um, he's been given it back. On Monday? Yeah. <laughs> so he's cashed, basically, Morrison cashed in, so he's been giving it back and yet. So basically, you know how Morrison cashed it in. Yeah. Some, you know, who's that? You know that executive guy on Raw. Oh yeah. yeah, yeah. He basically came along, handed him the briefcase, and he goes, "You didn't cash it in, Morrison did." He goes, "It has to be cashed in by the Money in the Bank holder." Yeah, but and, then uh, he's got the briefcase back. <laughs> yeah, but then it's just rendered it useless again. It's like. Well, you never know. Second time's a charm. Maybe he'll actually. <laughs> maybe WrestleMania, he'll fucking take the belt off McIntyre. I don't see him taking the belt off anybody. You know what? I. The only reason I would suggest the Miz cashing in on McIntyre at Mania is because Mania's unlikely to have an audience. It may do, but it's unlikely. It kind of makes sense in my head because Drew McIntyre, basically, he's been deemed the future. He's going to be a multiple-time champion. I don't think I don't think there's going to be any audiences. Oh, yeah. No, but, 
The point I was saying was give the belt to somebody who can run with it, but then have them lose it to McIntyre when there's crowds there, when it can be done properly. I don't think I. I just think they've just messed up the whole booking on it. And they are like next time you see like the money in the bank, whatever, who wins it, you're gonna be like, oh, they're gonna fuck it up again this year. You know what I mean? It's just, well, the, dro- the matches the, it to Otis. Like, the match is going to be good but like whoever wins it you'll be like oh fuck that you know what I'm saying you'll be like oh uh, you know look what they've done within the past five years six years yeah it's not got the same kind of the pay-per-view is always good don't get me wrong and the matches are always the great the pay-per-views are always amazing I, th- I think but... I think they're doing a better job with the women's money in the bank the new contract than the men's yeah, I'd agree with that. Yeah. I don't know. Next year's a fresh start. I mean, Otis should never have had that contract. That was only down to, you know, he was very popular with the, when there was crowds in the arena with Mandy Rose and things like that. But then as soon as the crowds went away, it was like, we can't give this dude the briefcase. Whereas at least Miz, Miz is entertaining with it. And he's a company guy, and he'll just go with whatever. You know, that can tell him to do anything, and he'll be like, yeah, safe, I'll do it. But he will be champion again. Miz will be. He will. Okay, well, wait and see about that. Um, another notable thing was um, Charlotte coming back from my uh, bust, bust boobies. Yes, so yeah. uh, she looks good. She looks better than ever. I think they're planning for her and Oscar Mania. I wouldn't be surprised, but yeah. I would do it as um, yeah. like a mutual respect kind of match. Like I wouldn't have Charlotte turn heel. I think I'd... I think there's going to be a heel turn because you, you kind of like you kind of saw it where like you know Charlotte's pretty much before like thingy on inter- interrupted them like was it Mandy Rose or whatever she was at O'Shea Basil or that one of those teams asking for a she was about to ask Asuka for a championship match wasn't she mm-hmm. so you know obviously sowing the seeds for Mania already and Charlotte works better as a heel she does but I plus we've seen them it's what one and, two, one, one and three between them probably yeah because you know, Asuka needs to get a win over Charlotte to prove that she's on a, another level. But every time they've met, Asuka's lost. Yeah, you know, Charlotte like, is the best that they've got. Charlotte and Asuka are the two best. Like Asuka carries the ball throughout the year till bloody Charlotte turns up. It seems like, which is a shame. Yeah. Well, have the match at Mania and then have Asuka win clean. I mean, that would be. Uh... You know, that would be a smart thing to do. Because, I mean, we're not going to see Becky back for... We're not seeing Becky back for like two, two, three years. Or maybe she'll just retire. You know what? I don't don't think she's going to be away for two, three years. I reckon she'll be back within... I reckon she'll be back at the tail end of next year. I doubt you. Not with having a kid. Especially if the situation is like the way it is now. Well, that that's another thing. If everything is cleared up by the end of next year, which realistically it should be, then I wouldn't be surprised if she rocks up in the Women's Royal Rumble in 2022. 
So let's say, yeah, so, say 2022, Women's Royal Rumble, entrant number 30, Becky Lynch. Do you mind I mean, is it? Yeah. Um, Seth, <laughs> I think, will be back a lot sooner, but I hope he comes back as a face. Mm, I guess we'll wait and see, isn't it? But then we've had uh, the other most notable thing to me was uh, obviously before we go on to like the thing or whatever, Kevin Owens kind of Kevin Owens rise kind of into like that main event scene. Obviously, the TLC match for me was one of the favorites of this year. Like, and then the cage match was good, but I preferred the TLC match. It was good. Kevin Owens is one of them where it's you can put him in any kind of bracket and he seems like a genuine contender. So, you know, you could put him in the US title match, you could put him in, you know, an IC title match, you could put him in a heavyweight match. But it seems like he stepped up again, like, you know, the... Oh, he was intense. That, that, that TLC match, the gear that he went to, I mean, the cage match was great, obviously, but I think that TLC match proved that he belongs in that upper echelon. Obviously, we know they're setting up for Brian versus Reigns somehow. Either Brian wins the Rumble or there's some. Oh, I'm surprised if KO wins the Rumble. There's there's a lot of picks this year that make sense. Yeah, Daniel sp- Bryan, Kevin Owens, Big E. <clears throat> I suppose we'll get onto that in a bit anyway. Uh, Big E winning the IC title as a yes. Um, different but obviously I'm pretty sad they took it off Sami Zayn because Sami Zayn I, I like mean, Sami Zayn why not have Sami in the you know contention to win the Royal Rumble mm. guess we wait and see and then the finale finale was uh, somebody getting burnt yeah so that, that's <laughs> acceptable um, I do I do want to make give a shout out to um the women Sasha Banks versus Carmella Carmella uh, Carmella did well in that match mm. and she looked yeah I forgot about that she's, she, she looked better than and wrestled better than I've ever seen her do so that for me that stood out to me because I think she did very well and she held her own with Sasha Banks who is more talented but she looked like a, a threat like a contender I mean, uh, I gotta give it to the production of the bloody Firefly, whatever it was for now. So, Firefly Inferno match. I mean, the production of it was bloody production insane. Was I mean, like the tease of like you know him lighting up Randy Orton in the bloody chair was a was a crazy. I mean, when he when he actually set him on fire, I was like, they were actually it? smart with the way they did the beginning <laughs> of the match as well because in an Inferno match. You can tell who's getting set on fire from the beginning of the match based on who's wearing more clothes. So what did they do? They put them both in lots of clothes at the yeah. beginning of the match, and it was like, okay, so all right, either one of them could get set on fire. But yeah, um, God knows when the fiend's coming back. I mean, what you said about his dread going on fire, mate. I swear to God. Like that one moment, it was when his back got set on fire, and I, I was watching. I was like, "Oh my god, one of his dreads has just gone up." I was like, "Jesus Christ!" 
But you know, like, like obviously he did the picture of Cocoon, so he's coming back. But of course he is. He'll come back with a slightly. I would be surprised if he comes back with like a burnt mask or comes back, you know. And then, oh, I mean, there you go. There's another Royal Rumble contender. Because you think he you comes know, back? I wouldn't be surprised if he comes back at the Rumble. I mean, when's the Rumble? The Rumble's in. End of the month. We're nearly in the New Year, remember? Obviously, we're going to talk about what's going on in a bit anyway. For the, you know, on the other side of the Atlantic. um, Mm -hmm. Yeah, like, do you you think he's, you know, he's going to turn up with like a crazy charred mask? Or what's he going to pull off next? That's what people are wondering. I don't know. I I reckon it's going to be Raw Rumble. Randy Orton's going to have cleared the ring. And then all of a sudden... The fiend comes out and Randy Orton shits himself, mm. and then gets eliminated, or then pair eliminate one another, and then beat up each other. So you think them two are going to replay at Mania? Oh, I hope not. I don't need to see Randy Orton versus Bray Wyatt or the Fiend or whatever. It's been done before, and you know a proper ending should be you set the dude on fire. Yeah, no more yeah. is needed. <laughs> You literally like, set the dude on fire. What more could you possibly do? <laughs> yeah. And then uh, on the NXT next week in the new year, you've got Finn and Kyle O'Reilly part two. I yep. mean, the first match is already injured, injured each other and broke each other's jaw and maybe Finn broke his eye or something. Or else. No, Finn, Finn's jaw got broke yeah. and Kyle O'Reilly uh, messed up his eye, I think. Yeah, so... Part two, do you think O'Reilly gets the bell? Um, um, I think O'Reilly gets the bell, yeah. I mean, I watched NXT this afternoon, so last night's NXT, and the New Year show. I, I love the fact that it's been hosted by Dexter Loomis, I think that's amazing. I think they're doing a really good job of picking people to, you know, like kind of do it. the shows. Yeah, like he had Shotzi for Halloween. And then Dexter. For this one. And then they're obviously giving people something to do who are not on the show. Yeah. Like I mean, booked on the show. Do you know what I mean? So. I'm very interested in watching the match uh, between Kyle O'Reilly and Finn Balor. Um, I'm just hoping nobody, get in, nobody gets injured this way. I hope, personally, that Kyle O'Reilly wins so that Finn goes back to Raw or SmackDown and kind of mixes things up a bit there. Mm. Like, although he's killing it in NXT, he belongs on Raw or SmackDown and he should be in the, you know, he should be in title pictures on Raw or SmackDown. So... Yeah, but it feels like he got burnt before, didn't it? He didn't, uh, but, well, he... You know, obviously, with I don't know what the whole situation was or is, but you know what I mean. You don't get, you know, wanting to get called back down to NXT for no reason. I think he got put down there to elevate it. I'm not sure. I don't. I didn't think NXT needed elevating, but I guess the other matches on that card are Carrion and Cross versus Priest, which is Carrion Cross will win, and then you've got. Um, 
Thatcher versus uh, uh, Champagne, Champa. with, like that cage thing? Um, I think, you know what? I think Thatcher will win only because he's another one who they need to establish properly as like a, like a big deal. Mm. But that's uh, everything from kind of WWE-ish. Um, uh, we uh, forgot to mention uh, you talked about some type of poll that happened with Legend not, Legends Night versus Wrestle Kingdom and the uh, amount of people who would uh, be watching Wrestle Kingdom. Yes, yeah, so there was just a funny poll where it was like, Oh right then, so yeah, January, you know, new New Year or whatever, like the first Raw of what are you going to be watching? Are you going to be watching Raw on Monday or are you going to be watching New Japan? And everyone was like, "Why the fuck would we watch WWE?" <laughs> the general consensus was, "We don't need to. We already know how the show is going to end. The show is going to end with Austin stunnering, fill in the blank. I don't know, um, Elias." But the thing is, right, we, like, Wrestle Kingdom will be on in the day for us, so we won't probably be able to watch it, like, mid-afternoon, because of the time difference, remember? I'll just watch, I'll watch New, I'll watch yeah. New Japan when all three days are up, so when I can just go on and be like, right, watch day one, pick the matches I want to watch, and do it that way. Uh, yeah, but, um, I want to give a shout-out to, um... Hiromo and uh, Despy for the best of the Super Juniors final, which never seems to disappoint in the past couple of years. That if you haven't watched that final match, that match is absolutely incredible. Probably one of the matches of 2020, from like start to finish. It's just an incredible match. That's good. But um, yeah, I will uh, bring up like the main card of the main things. Obviously, you can't talk about night one because night two is not really kind of. It's a bit difficult, yeah, because, like, it's, you know. Is it two nights or three? Basically, Wrestle Kingdom's two nights, and then they have, you know, like the Raw after Mania. Uh, then is it New Year's Dash? Yeah, so they have Dash in it. Okay. After that. So, um, you've got Hiroma versus Al Phantasmo, who will challenge, um, Ishimori for the junior belt the next night. Um, I don't see him doing a Bullet Club versus Bullet Club thing, so I think Hiromo comes out of that kind of like the champion. Okay. Um, because I don't see him doing a Bullet Club versus Bullet Club at Wrestle Kingdom, you know what I mean? You need a solid face versus a solid heel, so. Yeah. Like you know, and I I couldn't see Hiromo doing both nights because he's that much of a big star in it, especially yeah. this year. You know, you got um the one that everyone's kind of circling is Okada and Osprey for like the work rate match. You know, that is going to be a potentially five star breakout match for Osprey if. You know what, win or lose, it could be a breakout match for Osprey because it'd be like Omega all over again. Even though Omega didn't win, he got taken to that next level and this is probably why they're doing this match. I think Osprey wins this match. If Osprey wins this match and they put on a five-star clinic, 
then 2021 is going to be a very interesting year for Will Ospreay. I think Ospreay wins this match just because they're putting a card on the back burner. I think this Wrestle Kingdom is all about new stars and building up new people because obviously they haven't brought in any foreign talent apart from yeah. like people who are working for the company. So I think this year is kind of like let's get the new crop of stars ready to you know move up to the next level. Right? That's mean, fair enough. I think that match will be a great match regardless win, lose or draw whoever wins whoever loses. Yeah. Uh, but that would be the show steal of night one I think. But then you also got Naruto and Abushin like, coming straight after that. And they normally put on a really crazy ass match as well. So night one is going to be Naito versus Abushin for the heavyweight title. Yeah, both titles. Yeah. For both titles. Yeah. So I'm <coughs> going to pick Kota Ibushi to win. Yeah. Which leaves Naito kind of in the, the dust. But... Well, Not... it doesn't. Like, Naito can always, you know... I understand Naito had his moment last year, it? so I think Ibushi, this is kind of his redemption story this year. This is his like moment in time to Yeah, shine. it's like if it doesn't happen now, it's, it's not never going to happen. happen, yeah. So, again, a good thing we're on the same wavelength with that, exactly. Yeah. Right. You know, I think this is his time. You know, I think everybody's feeling that kind of right now. This is his opportunity new year new champion like you know because if it doesn't take it now it's going to be a bit of a fuck up I think yeah but I don't see I don't mind Naito taking everything or I don't mind J1 taking everything I don't mind Naito everything. retaining that, that's the thing with this match because technically you've got a face versus a face and yeah you've got I think it's going to be interesting listening to that crowd because they're going to be very split. That's if they can shout at the moment. No, that's if they're loud. I mean, they're not really loud at the best. You hear like a quiet clap. It depends. Sometimes they do lose their shit. You know what I mean? I think they're going to lose their shit between Okada and Osprey and Naito Bushi. I don't think they're going to give a fuck. I think like, that's mm-hmm. the funny thing about New Japan. You'll, you'll hear like a really faint, quiet clap and the commentators are like, the fans are losing their minds. It's like, all you hear is... No, I think it, because the thing is, the more it goes on in the match, the more it builds up. Yeah. If you remember last year, like, I was there, so I I knew, I can hear, I can feel everything, and there's a row of pe- girls behind me literally screaming my ear off <laughs> for Naito. The whole place was screaming for Naito. You know, but the problem is this year with the clap crowds, you got... You don't ha- you have an issue where, okay, you have a crowd, but you don't have crowd noise. Yeah. But sometimes they're just like, obviously Japanese people kind of like the very follow the rules and you know, but in certain matches, if you watch that Despi versus uh, Hiromo match, they lose their shit through like, like I don't want to spoil it for you. I think you should need to watch it and then you'll see the spot where they completely lose their mind. And yeah. kind of like start shouting away. So, clapping's obviously always been a part of Japanese appreciation of pro wrestling. But 
they do get loud when uh, they're allowed to or when they feel appropriate to so like I can see like like number one you can see Ibushi kind of taking it and then you got Naito or Jay right which is see now uh, isn't it a case of whoever wins on night one then faces Jay White at night two yeah. for the championship? Yeah. So I've got I've got a feeling it's going to end up. I think I think Kosuribushi is going to win clean both matches. Yeah, because he lost last year twice. So. Yeah, and like I say, if you don't pull the trigger now, are you going to pull the trigger? Yeah, it's one of them. If you're gonna do it, do just do it now. Just you know, Jay White's been champion, and yes, he can run with the title. But Coach Ibushi deserves it. Yeah, and then you got uh, Tanahashi versus the new kid on the block, the Great Okan, which is interesting. I think they're gonna put the Great Okan over Tanahashi. Because kind of this year's Tanahashi story is put that on the charge, Tanahashi story is kind of like um, him kind of not showing his kind of not winning much. Yeah. Do you know what I mean? No, I know what you're saying. So I think Great Okan's going to win that match. I think it's a lot of new people are going to kind of. Um, get their rub basically in this Wrestle Kingdom um, other ones important are Shingo and Jeff Cobb will be the never title match will be the um, obviously them two are you know they're going to be the big beefy boys just beating the crap out of each other match which yeah. uh, will be very good Shingo is a just amazing wrestling Jeff Cobb's kind of coming into his own now. So, that's most of night one. Kind of covered most. Well, that's on night two, so. Um, that's most of the main matches kind of uh, covered. The, the most. Good. Like the main event matches. Person. You know. And obviously, it's always a. Like, being there last year was a highlight of my year. Like, so, and it's always a one of the best shows at the beginning of the year. Yeah. But it seems to like by the end of the year, people seem to forget how good Wrestle Kingdom actually is because it's right at the start of the year. Yeah. Do you know what I mean? Which is a shame, yeah. but I guess it is what it is, isn't it? Um. But yeah, hopefully it's going to be a good one. It's not far away. I mean, a couple of days away. So let's get the weekend out of the way. Um, as I say, like it doesn't feel like New Year's Eve. Like oh, yeah. tonight, I mean, all right, here in the UK, it's what what's the time? It's quarter past. past four in the afternoon. It's already beginning to get dark, and it's just it's another day. Like I'm I'm going to bed at nine ten o'clock. I <laughs> oh, fuck this. I ain't staying up till midnight. I think it's because of the whole how the how the whole year went, isn't it? Yeah. It's not exactly And the police are gonna be out in force tonight. Probably, yeah. The police are gonna be uh, got a tough job tonight. 
it's because uh, mm. people are people people are going to be stupid enough to still have house parties and stuff like that. Like it's going to happen, but it's they, they shouldn't. Like the, the, everyone should just look, accept this year is a write off. It has been a write off. It's had its ups. It's had a lot of positives for a lot of people, but as a whole. It's been pretty shit. Yeah. Have you seen that uh, Charlie Brooker special on Netflix? I it's think I've a... seen an ad. I think I know which one you're on about. Yeah, I it's called like the it. Death of 2020 or something. Yeah, it? yeah. So, I don't know. I haven't watched it, but I've heard about it. Alright. Just like on the off... Just like on the off topic, I'll probably watch it. Yeah. Tonight, I'm yeah. just going to chill out. Watch it. I mean, I've got work tomorrow, so... Yeah. I'm going to chill out, I'm going to watch a film, and I'll wake up tomorrow and try and remember to put 2021 when I write stuff rather than 2020. Yeah, it's been a madness, hasn't it, really? But this year will go down in history. Of course it will. It's, yeah. This is going to be the year that everyone remembers. Like, you know, we'll look back on it in, you know, 10, 20 years' time and just be like, that was fucked up. Yeah. Yeah. And I hope that 2021 is different and better. I mean, it's not going to be for the, the beginning of. I mean, obviously, obviously in our, worse. in our country, they've kind of said about the vaccine and whatever, you know, we've got another vaccine coming out mm-hmm. soon. Uh, I'm, being, I'm trying to be optimistic, but I think that by the tail end of the summer coming into the winter months, we'll have some sort of normality as long as this thing doesn't mutate over and over again or things don't get out of control I think I'd say by February March they'll reopen everything back up but then there'll always be that what if in the background of yeah but there could be another lockdown whereas by summer or tail end of the year it'll be everything's back open the vaccine's been distributed. Um, yeah, but the issue there's is nothing more we can do. Like everything's yeah, open. But the issue is with that with that first dose. Like they're trying they're giving the first dose twelve weeks apart. Which is in the meantime you can still catch COVID. I know. And get seriously ill, so that's the that's the major issue. Which is a bit Isn't of a, the Oxford one? Um is it only one dose or is it two? It's two doses. It's one half dose and then one full dose. Oh, right. They're giving it in between 12, we- 12 weeks, the same. But the first half dose only gives you like 50% protection. Not even that. I think like 45% protection. And then what, you got 12 weeks, three, like that's three months, isn't it? To get a full protection. What about in the meantime? Mad. That's the that's the problem, you know, and I think. Okay, you get whatever you know the older people vaccinated or whatever, but you still open everything up. It doesn't mean the young ones ain't not gonna catch it and bring the cases, you know, about the young you know the young people eighteen to forty or whatever, you know. Obviously, they're gonna go out and they're gonna go out heavily, and then yeah. they'll probably be back in square one again. I'm just staying in. I'm not risking anything now. 
Yeah. This second strain that's going about seems to be a lot more aggressive and faster acting than the first strain. So unless I really have to, I'm just avoiding going out, which isn't good kind of, you know, for physical and mental well-being. However, you got to think about, you know. you got to do what you got to do. Yeah. you got to do what you got to do. But yeah, um, I guess we'll leave it at that. Uh, yep. Happy New Year to everybody. Uh, yep. Happy Wrestle um, Kingdom. You can find uh, us on the Twitter. At uh, Breeze underscore Shooting. You can find me at the Broken Point One uh, on the Twitter, but I don't talk much wrestling on there. Um, but yeah, um, I hope we. You oh know. yeah, we had a question. Um, oh. Corden asked. Well, this is a question aimed at you. Can we? Obviously, our podcast is available on iTunes and Spotify, and we upload it onto Twitter. Can it be done on, is it Google Podcasts? Yeah, it's on Google Podcasts, I'm sure it is. Okay. They just um, have to search uh, Shooting the Breeze. It should be on Google Podcasts. Okay, I'll let him know, because he was asking yeah because my one of my my cousin basically has a google phone and it kind of turns up on google podcasts so okay it should be on there it may take a day or two to show up because obviously the place where i upload it from sends it to spotify and then itunes and then other places afterwards but it should turn up there okay sound i'll let him know but yeah, um, if you do have any other um, questions, uh, feel free to hit us up on Twitter and we'll answer them. But uh, yeah. have a good Wrestle Kingdom and uh, we'll probably be back reviewing Wrestle Kingdom, um, the NXT show, coming into the Royal Rumble and probably, probably like AEW's pay-per-view. But the Royal Rumble is not going to be sorted out till the end of next, like the the 31st so it'll probably be the week before the 31st I mean unless you want to do a, a post Wrestle Kingdom show and then go from there because I know we did one I know we did one last year so I suppose we'll make a decision on the fly because I'm not really doing nothing for the next two weeks so Ah, there we go. Yes, we are already on uh, Google. He's just sent me a screenshot. Yeah. Of our. Uh... Yeah, we're everywhere. We are on the Tinterweb. We are indeed. But yeah, like if you want to do a post Wrestle Kingdom, it's fine by me because obviously we're in lockdown. So, I know we right, did well. one. We did one straight one last year, when I came back. So. Yeah, I see no reason. Um... All right, welcome back post New Year's do you want to do New Year's Dash NXT post Wrestle um, Kingdom it could, well that's the thing we could do I mean we're going to we're going to have to do a Raw Rumble prediction show yeah so we can do that the ending week before the Rumble it? or the week before yeah because basically so. like Right, Monday's Wrestle Kingdom, Tuesday's Wrestle Kingdom, Wednesday's Dash and the NXT thing. So we can mm-hmm. do a show coming up that weekend or the beginning. 
and then you can do a Royal Rumble prediction show kind of like on the 25th or something like that yeah. because so AEW, AEW is going to have a pay-per-view at the end of the month anyway probably before then Excellent. There we go. So, so yes, we'll be doing we'll be doing a few more shows. Yeah. So we've got a schedule booked in. Uh, take some notes and then uh, yeah, happy yeah. new year. We'll see you on the other side in twenty twenty one. See you later. Take care. Happy wrestling. Bye bye. Happy new year.